them come. This is their fate. Oh, my bird, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my friends, Jalen and Josh. They were, they met up this week, uh, so they've been uh, cohorsing behind my back lately, but no, it's all good. They uh, had some fun times, right? So tell them how y'all been, what y'all been doing, what y'all been up to in the great state of New York. And go ahead, Jalen. Don't all speak at once. Did I did I did I expose you? Was you trying to stay low? Was you trying to stay make sure everybody thought you was in the in uh Chicago or something? Yeah, man. I was trying to make sure. Oh man, that's my bad, man. I'm making your moves. No, man. Moving like a drug dealer. You got two phones. My bad, G. You're right, you're right. You're exposing me, man. You with the ops or not. They hit me. My family hit me. I was like, "You should go to New Jersey." I'm like, huh? <laughs> How y'all figure that out? Like, I went two weeks ago. Man. You caught me redheaded. You done figured me out. <laughs> yeah, that ain't me. Nah, but uh, it's cool. Me, like I had, you know, came to see you for the baby shower, and then a week later, turn around and uh, New yeah. York with Josh, trying to. Make sure my boys are good. Talking to Josh a little bit about how I'm not getting an Xbox. You know, you know how that goes. Oh my uh, god. Uh, nah, but yeah, everything cool, man. Just like I said, school had a good time in New York. Had a good time seeing y'all in Detroit. Um, a little bit of traveling and stuff like that, kind of uh, get out of Chicago a little bit. But I mean, yeah, it's cool. I mean, Josh, all he had to do was take a shot and not have an Xbox bike. No, but I mean, that's neither here or there. <laughs> yeah, breaking up the monotony, that's always good. What about you, Josh? How you been, man? Busy. Yeah. I was supposed to get a bunch of homework done, but Jalen had us out all day long. <laughs> So I'm trying to play catch up, oh, but man. it's been good. You know, we, me and Yuri don't get to go out uh, much because you know, working and school. You want to come home and not do nothing? <laughs> yeah. No, that yeah. I know. I know that feeling. Tired. Just want to chill, relax, and get ready for the next day. But yeah, it's nice to get out and do something. You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the same old, same old for me. I ain't do nothing. Um, yeah, it's just been chilling, having a good old time doing nothing. Uh, I think baby shower. Yeah, the baby shower. I had the baby shower, um, which was kind of, that was rough because, uh, we went all the way back to Detroit and just trying to set it all up in an hour was just ridiculous. It was kind of like, uh. Uh, you just got, you just, you know, moving around like chicken with your head cut off or something like that, man. You just, you on a spiral. I was just spiraling up in there. I was like, man, I'm trying to get these done. I'm trying to get this little thing set up. I ain't never been to a baby shower. My first baby shower was my baby shower, which is hilarious. But, um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, we got, everything came together. It was nice, um, at the end. But, yeah, that was, a that was a, uh, pretty, 
pretty big moment, I suppose. Yeah, it was a pretty big moment. Um, but yeah, baby's on the way, man. Baby's on the way. Two boys. Oh wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting times here. Interesting mm-hmm. times. Uh, but yeah. I thought she was gonna have two girls, man. Nah, man. No. My dad kept telling me the same thing over and over. We Smiths, we got boys. Boys first, girls come second. Keep the line, like the the the, the what do they call it? The the legacy going. Keep the name <laughs> strong or whatever. So um, mm-hmm. I didn't. Even, I wasn't even thinking about that. To be honest, I was like, I just don't care what they are as long as they healthy. You know what I'm saying? I was like. Uh, but then when he brought it up, I was like, I didn't even think about that. You know, that's not, I don't know. I never thought of it like that, but it's true. We have a lot of boys. It's a lot of boys and a lot of, um, uh, that's usually the first to come. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about some games, man. Let's talk about some games. Let's talk about some, uh, Apex, some Destiny, some Sony PlayStation event. I think the last time we talked we actually were speculating and then we finally got what they actually was going to show and um uh it was kind of boring in the first half but uh after a while it got there so we're gonna talk about that and we're gonna also just talk about you know some of the some of the weird stuff happening around game storage and how much it's costly and all that stuff too because it's 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 becoming way more expensive than the games itself uh, but we got a lot to talk about, so we might as well just go ahead and uh, get started here. Uh, so the first thing I wanted to talk about was Apex Legends. I know we just had a recent update with uh, the heirloom for my girl Rampart. She had uh, a small little map update. We got some um, some events that's occurring on the uh, arena's front. And then we had her get a pretty big buff and... Yeah, it was some it was some some small tweaks, but nothing really major that really caused a lot of differences. Um, I know Octane been trying to, they've been nerfing him like crazy. Um but there was no like super huge thing that at least that I I can recall. I mean, do you guys remember anything being superly different? Only thing I think I know that's hugely different is that they broke all these servers and everybody keep getting kicked. So that's like a huge difference, but it's not a good difference. It's just that that's what it is right now. It's super crashy. It's always crashing. It's always clicking you to the lobby. And um, it ain't it ain't a fun time to play Apex right now. I can tell you that. But um, overall, how we feeling about the update? Because I don't think we even played that much recently, have we? I think after like two days, we kind of stopped. But uh, have you have have the stuff you guys did play, how are you feeling about it, I guess? Um, it seemed okay to me. Like, I guess the biggest thing that I saw, but I don't know how much it affects things, is like Rampart being able to take Sheila and go around with it. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, Sheila's pretty strong in the right hands, and just being able to not be stuck in one, one spot with it is, it could make some situations a lot more difficult. Because uh, she, you know, it's her ultimate, and uh, it does pr- pretty decent damage. But otherwise, yeah, I haven't played much because the event came out for me like right when school started, and I've been busy with that. And same thing we are, so our our schedules ain't matched up that much. 
Agreed. Um, it's been a lot of, you know, just trying to get it, uh, get get some time, I guess, to kind of actually play the game. So I, I guess we haven't really played it that much since that actually came out. Um, I know I've played a little bit of just, you know, playing with Rampart, um, you know, cosmetic stuff, and, you know, and it's... It's ridiculous. It's a racket. We get it already. It's too too expensive pixels, but um, yeah. Uh, I guess outside of that, Jalen, I think the some of the the key things. I mean, the key elements that you really pay attention to. I mean, they kind of stayed the same outside of the crashes. What's your what's your experience been in the last few weeks of them crashes, Jinx? I know you. I know you get it the most. Eric Cole will. Try to rejoin. Eric called Leaf. I'm timed out. Same thing, man. Um, I feel like they've been popping off just a little bit more, like, frequently. Um, and then, you know, just, I don't know how it look on you guys' end, because I know my internet isn't, like, the greatest or whatever, but um, when you try to join a game, sometimes it skips the character selection thing for me. Luckily, I only play a lifeline, so it, <laughs> I don't need to choose a character. But, uh... Yeah, sometimes it just like skip that for me and just show like the the map that we'd be on, and uh, then next thing you know, we just on like the drop ships and stuff like that. So that's been occurring a little bit more frequently. Um, like I said, the time and out error code will, then the next error code that pop up is leaf when it tries to reconnect me to the game. Um, that and I ain't gonna say it's been a little bit more laggy because I haven't noticed that. But other than that, I mean, that's the biggest thing that I've ever noticed. So, like, you know, connectivity issues or, you know, just the consistency of the game. Um, Gameplay-wise, I haven't really noticed anything. Like Josh mentioned, uh, uh, Sheila been deployed and detached from her, like, turret or whatever. So she can carry it around. I don't know how it affects her mobility or anything like that. Or if she goes in the third person because I don't play around part. Deontay could probably attest for that a little bit. Um, And then I've seen that. When Bloodhound uses his like radar thingy, it actually shows him instead of you kind of, you know, getting acclimated with the game. You'll see like if it's say like radar detected or something like that. You know, Bloodhound if it's say sonar detected and it's green or something, you'll know that it's uh like crypto or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's really about it that I like for real notice. Yeah, and the alternator's still not in the game. <laughs> Man, you gonna you ain't gonna never let it down with that alternator. Man, I just seen that. a video uh, on my Apex. I'm like, man, I was using the alternator, and I just I had <laughs> killed like three people, bro. I'm like, I'm like, why save this clip? So I was going through it, trying to make space on my stuff. It's only gigabyte, but I'm just like, let me see what this is before I delete it. I'm like, man, I killed three people, man. I'm like, man, I, and I had gold backpacks. So I was like, I'm working. But I guess what I had on my hand? Alternator. I mean, oh of course. <laughs> man, so I heard about that alternator, man. I mean, it was funny when they did it because they took both your weapons. They did the Spitfire and the alternator. I was like, dang, man, that's crazy. You got to move, move along. Told you to move along, chief. But, yeah, uh... works on with them. <laughs> Team work something. Uh, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is Rampart. The biggest thing is the cosmetics. The heirloom is obviously a collection event, so they're getting big bandos right now. Um, I like some of the cosmetics. Um, if that's something that you guys are into, obviously I'm that type of guy, so 
I do like the cosmetics. I like the Lifeline one. I like the Pathfinder one. I like the Fusey one. I like the uh, there's a few that are really like stand out. And there's a lot of meh, to be honest. Um, I don't think this is like a great collection event. I don't think that the the cosmetics are worthy of everything. But if you really want the heirloom, that's what you got to do. If you want it for a cheaper price, of course. Um, this is the this is the best route to take versus waiting and just trying to get the 500 packets unlock and then get one. So if you are interested in that type of stuff, the collection event is going on. That's how you get it. That's how you get the heirloom for Rampart. It's a wrench. It's okay. It's not the greatest heirloom I've seen. It's not the worst either. Um, I still put. Um, I don't even know who I would put. I think I would put octanes in the bottom because this junk just trash. It's a switchblade, but I don't know. Uh, between all of the heirlooms, I would say his. But yeah, I think it's pretty standard. I just wish that they servers didn't crash like constantly. I don't know what's going on, but they're like constantly crashing now. It's constantly being a problem. It's constantly just like kicking me from the from the menu and not being able to get into games, and it's just. A very annoying experience. It was already annoying. Like Apex has never had the greatest service. Now they just broke them to completion. Where it's just like bad. So hopefully. Give it a week or two. Hopefully the. Uh, the the code is up to. You know mesh again. But right now. It's just not a great experience. It's not fun to play. And it just seems as if you just constantly get an error coded out. Versus actually playing the game. So that's not a good look. Um, arenas works a little bit better. Um, to be honest. You don't get that many error codes when you're in arenas. But that's because the servers are probably not filled. So I'm not sure if they allocated more to the to the arenas. Because they thought that, that mode was going to be popular or what. Not arenas in itself. But I mean like the, the mod takeover or whatever. But those were, those are a little bit more stable. Um, but it's unfortunate that happened, but I mean, that's the, that's, I guess that's just the way it is when it comes to these online servicing games is that sometimes when they introduce a new patch, you, they introduce new problems that they didn't expect and it causes issues for everybody. But, um, until they fix that, it's, um, still free, I guess. I mean, I can cut them some slack, but at the same time, I'm like, come on, G y'all make us spend a lot of money for this game. Even I mean, well, you entice us to spend a lot of money for this game because you don't have to, I guess. But you entice us for these things, and you kind of you have this drip feed of stuff. So I think I expect a little bit more. But understand that problems occur, and it's not like I want them to crunch to fix it. I don't want that to be the case. But I would rather them have the expectation that people are going to play their game more often than what they expect, because it seems as if it's constantly being server errored out because of lack of servers or inability to connect to servers or whatever the case may be. I think they just have an overwhelming force of gamers that want to play their game and they're not allocating accordingly. Um, so this is what you get when you ha when that happens. You get a little bit of a annoyed fan, but I think it's fine. I think they... Uh, they keep going on the right path. They made Rampart viable. I've seen so many Ramparts playing that game. She's pretty broken, to be honest, uh, right now. She has a, she has the ability to hop with a 
turret and she also has the ability to quickly descend or to start up her turret. so she she has a lot of crazy glitches that she does right now that they need to fix um she has the ability to continuously make a like a speedy um aim like aim down sights and actually start shooting so it's not as if it's it's doing the correct animations at times so you feel like you're getting gunned down a lot um she wipes whole teams rampart has become a really good, solid character now if you know how to play with her you make that becomes even better but most people they're probably going to try to turn it. They're probably not going to really use it in a proper way. And they're probably going to give up on her. But you play with her a little bit. You probably get yourself a good week. And you'll probably become solid with Rampart. But um, maybe most people won't do that. I don't feel like she's breaking the game just yet. Because she still has a lack of mobility when she does that. Um, but it's pretty strong. It's pretty strong. I won't lie and say it's not strong. I uh, just hope that they don't be like, nerf, 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 because sometimes you just got to let stuff mellow out. I still don't think Seer was too overpowered. He just seems like he's trash now. Seer used to be really good. I think they kind of went too far, and that's what I don't like. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see where the balance and where everything lays out. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I had on Apex uh, outside of, you know, save your money um but what y'all got you got anything left for the for the apex topic anything y'all want to mention anything y'all seeing anything y'all interested in seeing and i'm interested in seeing the alternator come back that's all we well, yeah, obviously we know that but i'm saying like anything else popping off up in there uh they need to get rid of those two trash maps Keep Olympus and give us a new map. Are you serious right now? Are we, are we really going to talk about debate these maps again? The maps. You said are what fine. I want to see. I, I told you oh what I wanted to God, see. Bring dude. back the alternator and put on Olympus on for like three hours and put. World well, I didn't think y'all was going to bring up bad ideas. For understand, understand the alternator needs to be back in the game. Yes, it's a good weapon. But come on, man. Y'all saying get rid of trash maps and y'all like Olympus. And I'm telling y'all, the Olympus yeah, is not the maps. best you map. You say not get rid the of best trash map. maps. Olympus is not the best map. It's the easiest map, particularly for staying alive when you drop after. But it's not like the best map to get a lot of kills. It's not the best map for. The best thing about it is it's not trash. You can't say that about the other two. <laughs> yes, I can. I can say that about both the other two. Way. They on, on on World's Edge, you stuff is just you got to go to certain areas to get good guns, and other than that, you gonna spend time running around rocks and sliding off rocks that you can't climb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean oh, you can go ahead. I was just gonna say that. Um, as far as what I'm like looking forward to, I feel like we're just gonna play this season. I don't think it's really gonna change at all. But I, only thing really I look forward to is new characters and new maps. Um, so as yeah. long as the characters and the maps are good, then I feel like we can keep playing. I guess yeah. modes too, but the they don't really come out with like permanent modes, so. No, they don't. Not that often, but um, 
we should try to get arenas another go. I think uh, we didn't give up on it. I guess we just started pl- stopped playing it because we just started playing Battle Royale again. But I kind of like the 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 pacing of arenas more now than I like the Battle Royale because it's just slow and we only play one map. Um, and yeah, when we we do play every map, but really we only looking forward to one map and it's starting to become more boring to me uh than arenas because at least i can engage in gunfights or get better at shooting or whatever the case may be whatever weapon i want to choose to play with it's a lot more of a of a i choose my type of fight type of style versus the other game uh battle royale is kind of like i choose what i get what i get and most of the time we can it's like uh it's a either a quick experience or a long drawn out experience, and um, I we only we rarely get the ones where we are rotating correctly, getting our fights and getting into fights quickly and getting out of fights quickly. Um, we rarely get those type of engagements. We mostly are really, really, really hard to fight at the beginning, or we don't have any fights and we wait to the end and then we just win off of you know three or four kills. So. It's a balancing act with Battle Royale, and um, we just have to, I guess, one, get better at rotations, two, know where everybody's going. That's impossible. I feel like people do it, and they're very smart and, you know, talented when it comes to that game, but I just think it's, like, at that point, it ain't a game. It's, like, work. Like, man, I don't want to know how to rotate the map. I'd rather just play it and have fun. So that objective is to just have fun. So um, I think Arenas does that in a better way sometimes, not all the time. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the new characters. I'm looking forward to playing with everybody and figuring out who going to be my main because I still don't know. And um, yeah, I enjoy it. Enjoying Apex, not the crashes. Uh, but the next topic I wanted to talk about, and it's, um, I don't know if, I don't even know if any of you guys actually watched the Sony PlayStation thing or even seen anything about the Sony PlayStation thing. Am I the only one that's still in PlayStation's corner? Am I the only one that actually cares about what these guys do? Josh tried to get me a PlayStation. Uh, he tried to tell me to get a PlayStation hoodie when we was at H and M yesterday. I like, I don't oh, care I got the joggers for it. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah, man, I got the joggers. I didn't get the hoodie. The hoodie was trash, but I got the joggers. G. There were some joggers at H and M. I bought them. The silver or black? No, and then they, had they were the black. PlayStation. Silver PlayStation logo. Yep. Nah, man. Yeah, man. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Dang, that's crazy. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. It was um, interesting times, man. Interesting times. But um, it was a lot of ga- it was a lot of games that they showed off. A lot of things that they, you know, they're very um, mysterious with their games. They ain't gonna tell you much. But um, they gave me a little something, something. Uh, and pretty much the first half was all, all lame. Talking about 
like 30 to 40 minutes of just lame stuff I'm like bro i don't know why this stuff is in, in here you can cut it out we've seen it all i'm talking about why y'all still showing off death loop and that y'all come out in a week like stop sending me drop showing me stuff that i don't care about i already seen death loop it's a great game but i'm over there snoring at that point i'm like y'all just don't know how to put together a good showing I'm, I'm, I, I, that's what it is at this point. Yeah, I don't know what y'all doing. So, as usual, they say the best for last, and um, it was, it was alright, man. I ain't gonna hold you. I was kind of, I still was a little disappointed. I, I really enjoyed Wolverine, and I really, I felt like Insomniac did they think. First, let me just break it down, like, from from game to game, because right now I can't find a freaking thing that kind of shows everything that kind of occurred, because it seems like everybody just doesn't know how to just put together a simple list. So, first off, they showed, <laughs> they showed Grand Theft Auto again. I have no idea why that stupid game is still being shown off. And it was a PS3 game. It was a PS3 and Xbox 360 game. Come on, bro. Like, stop showing that trash game off. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares it loads fast. Nobody wants to play that game again. We had plenty of time to play that game. A whole generation has passed since that game came out. And y'all still trying to throw it down our throats. Stop showing that stupid game off. They were showing off, unfortunately, things like Rainbow Six Extraction. <laughs> I'm not hating on Rainbow Six. But I'm just like, I could care less about Rainbow Six. Uh, no, I, I started paying attention around Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderlands because I'm a Borderlands fan. So I enjoyed that. If y'all don't know what that is, that is a game that's coming out that is all about roguelike or not roguelike, sorry, RPG games. It's like it's an RPG, it's like uh, Skyrim esque kind of game, but not really. She's making a play on it. Um, or whatever, and it's basically, you know, the people that made Borderlands saw nothing but a big joke. Um, I don't understand why guns are still in this game. I think they're unique enough to not have to have guns in the game, but they put guns in the game, so I'm just like, I'm not playing Borderlands again. I wanted to play something different. This is, this, this has now fallen into the category of Borderlands with magic, so what's the point, to be honest? Um, so I'm not gonna probably play that, but I was interested. I was interested. Not playing Borderlands again, bro. I wanted to play something different. I thought that that's what this Tina, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands was going to be. Wrong again. They showed off this one game. It was called Project Eve. And they just <laughs> kept on zooming in on this girl's butt cheeks. And I was just kind of like, bro, why is this game i don't understand this game it was basically one of those games that was like a bayonetta ripoff but i was like chinese bayonetta but i was like the whole point of us liking bayonetta is because of bayonetta it was like the the individual the character 
stuff that she actually said or did. This girl was just not talking about nothing, just running around in this world. I just, I just felt like it wasn't a good way to showcase the person. As like, if you want to get somebody invested in like a character or whatever, whoever the case may be, I think it was just a bad way of doing it. The gameplay seemed like it was ripping off Bayonetta, and it wasn't standing out in a unique way enough to make me feel like I wanted to play it. So, another pass. Star Wars: Night of the Old Republic. There's a trailer. What you think about that, Josh? Did it make you happy? I mean, it's cool. Um, again, the thing is, it, actually, I don't even know if it's being remade by Bioware. It might be like a different company, but that's a good Star Wars game, and it it needs to be remade because that was like a original Xbox, like PC era game mm-hmm. that hasn't you know it's really old now so anything they do to it as long as they keep the story intact is is pretty much gonna be an improvement um it but it was just a not even a trailer you know it was just a a logo reveal with you know the dude standing there so i i can't really say it's anything um too exciting other than I, i hope they show more of it and we hear more about it uh, soon, but I feel like that's going to be a long time out. Um, and I don't know what the exclusivity situation is because it's it's not owned by Sony, but they probably got some sort of exclusivity since they're showing it. So it's it's going to come out PC day one, but who knows when it's going to come out on Xbox? Right. I mean. That's fine. I don't even care. I'd rather, like I said, I got both systems. I just don't, I don't mind them having exclusive stuff. I don't want them to be vague about it. I don't want them to be like, you have to go look it up to figure out if it's going to be exclusive or not. They don't tell you. So I don't know if they're trying to trick the system and trying to make you feel like that. Cause that's when I start to doubt anything they say. Obviously, I have I don't trust any of their dates anymore, any of their timelines or when games come out. I don't trust anything PlayStation says because that's a lie. Most of the time, that stuff doesn't come out when it's supposed to. So I don't think, no, I don't think Spider-Man coming out in 2023. No, I don't think Wolverine coming out until 2026. No, I don't think, I don't think any of these games are really going to be, see a light of day for a very long time. So I'm getting hyped for stuff for what? I don't care enough to feel like, I don't feel like they, you know, I don't think they care enough about what they, what they're going to do right now. So I don't think, why should I care about this thing? I guess that was my whole thing about the whole thing. It just felt like a bandaid over something that really isn't, isn't necessary because no matter what people going to buy playstations. And if you're not really ready to show your games, there's really no point of this. I just felt like it was a waste. It was a waste of time um, because you didn't really get big updates on any of the other games outside of God of War. Everything else was like a trailer, CGI trailer, or like an in-game cutscene, where it wasn't really like anything to reflect or to show that you know that this game is going to be done soon, or and even in. Even in the dates, they were like, they, they didn't even do dates, really, on most of the stuff. So, it just felt off. It just felt like, I know 
y'all faking it because y'all feel pressure. And that's fine, you feel pressure. I just wish they... I, I understand the time it takes to make great games. I don't know how Insomniac is doing what they're doing, but they're doing what they're doing. Uh, I know they have stuff down the line, Naughty Dog and all these companies that they have under their belt. They recently just put out great games. So I don't expect them to have stuff right now. I just wish that Sony would change the narrative on how they do business. Like, I know y'all ain't going to have no games for a long time. A while at least. So don't pretend like these games is what's going to keep me invested. What's really going to keep me invested in going back to your system is you caring about your customers on said system. You don't seem to care. Kind of how to put a band-aid on it and pretend, but it's not really working anymore. Everybody see you for the fraud. So we just don't I don't get it sometimes. Now they do things like that where they partner with companies and they make you know those, those exclusivity stuff like Final Fantasy. Deathloop was another one that people are raving about Deathloop. So I'm 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 assuming that that was a good move on their part. Um, obviously it's another game that's now going to be under the, the, you know, it's under the Bethesda and Microsoft band, but right now it ain't. So another win for them. They haven't, they're, they're feeding games still. It's not like they didn't put out Ratchet and Clank. It's not like they didn't put out Miles Morales. It's not like they didn't just put out Return or stuff like that. It's games that they have on there. I just feel like the, the, this the, the systematic things and that's where we're going to talk about the you know the storage and everything too some of the systematic stuff that they have in place it just it just seems outdated at this point but moving along with the playstation event there's another thing called forspoken i have no idea what they were thinking with this game to act the cutscenes were terrible the voice links <laughs> the voice sync limp stuff was terrible I was like, what am I watching? This looks worse than Tomb Raider 1. And I was just kind of like, I don't understand what they were trying to showcase in this situation. Forspoken seems like a bad idea they couldn't quit on. That's what it looked. That's what that's what that's what I thought. It was kind of like Yeah, that's uh, a good Yeah, I just yeah, it was like sound like a bad idea. They couldn't, they couldn't stop. Kind of like Scalebound. Just cancel it. Nobody cares. Or <laughs> it. So what I'm worried about this game is that it's Final Fantasy 15 Part Two in the sense that it's made by the same team that did Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 15 that actually finished it. And the worst part is they're using the Final Fantasy 15 engine. Um. Like Square Enix switched all their games away from that engine because it was, I mean, it looks nice, but it was pretty much garbage for making games in a decent amount of time. Uh-huh. Uh, so Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy started over from scratch, oh, Final Fantasy 7, to jump over to Unreal. And so now they're trying to get something else out of this engine. And so I. I don't know. I feel like the game, like some of this stuff looked cool. Like I like the the speed of it, like running and jumping and stuff. It, like it reminds me of like 
gravity rush in the sense where if it has that sort of freedom, it might be fun. But Mm -hmm. I feel like everything else around it, like the story and if this is like open world and the quest, I feel like all of that stuff is not going to really be interesting because they're spending so much time just trying to build this world and get this engine to actually look function function and look as good as they can i guess i just felt like they were worried too much about graphics where the story and everything else about the game has been put on the back burner it just seems like what every time she says something i was like what what is this it just felt so wrong and i didn't understand why and then i kept looking at it i kept thinking about it and i was like this is a game using assets that don't make sense to the game it's like they just was throwing stuff to the wall and said well we have this voice actor stuff here so why not just make a character model of her and kind of put her into this world and then they started it's like okay we got this engine here that we haven't really used in a while and we have some assets that might seem cool to kind of bend and mold with you know it reminds me of godfall and, um, but I mean, obviously there's a different, like in style of gameplay, it's like mechanically it may be fine, but everything else around it is just trash. So that's kind of what it reminds me of. It's them trying to throw stuff at the wall to kind of make them make their stuff seem as if it's more magical. I like that the fact that they showed some cutscenes with other characters outside of the main character the main character seemed off-putting while everyone else around her seemed in place so i don't know i I just feel like maybe i'm just giving it a harsher time than what it is maybe it's the maybe it's actually a good game and i'm just i'm doing the most but what i feel like right now from what i saw it didn't wow me nor did it make sense to have and i know it's not releasing in spring of 2022 so that's a lie i feel like (laughs) um i feel like it's just another one of those games that's when it's going to come out it's going to disappoint but because of the amount of time or i don't know whatever whatever the case may be i feel like it'll get a pass it'll probably be like a day's gone so we'll see We'll see. Um, Alan Wake. I love Alan Wake. So it being being remastered for both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. It's great. I loved Alan Wake. It was one of my favorite games. So um, I was happy to see that. But I already played it. So I don't know if I want to play it again. Um, it's a story driven game. So I was kind of like. Only reason I play it is if I, if I go back. Play that. Then go play the control stuff. But. Because uh, I don't it's remember gonna everything. It's going to include the DLC for Alan Wake, though, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's including all the DLC for Alan Wake, yes. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's good. And it's going to be, like, a pretty strong improvement to, like, how it looks and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, yeah, I, it'll be nice. I played yeah. Alan Wake a couple months ago. Um, yeah, I... Like it, it, the old one doesn't look too bad, but it's nice yeah. that they're redoing it and including everything, especially if they're gonna continue Alan Wake or you know make more games connected to it. Right, uh, right. it's good for people to be able to play it because it. I, I guess you can only play it on three sixty, um, or yeah. like PC up until now. 
Yeah. So, um, that's another cool thing. And then we had, you know, uh, they were showing, like, you know, the Grand Theft Auto. They finally showed gameplay of it on the PlayStation 5. Looks just like it was on the PS4. So, mm-hmm. I was not impressed. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo is still on my radar as a game that may be okay. Um, it got pushed back again. As I thought it was always pushed back, though. I, I don't think this was an announcement of it being pushed back. I think it was already pushed back, but... It, obviously, they're saying now it's in 2022. I'm pretty sure it's not going to come out to 2023. But, you know, those games are... Um, they It could be interesting. Like I said, it's more so... Um, it's based off of if it's your cup of tea or not. I think it's a timed exclusive. Yeah, because it will come to PlayStation. It will come to Xbox, I'm assuming. Uh, then we had Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. This was a much better cut actual cut you know actual um why can't i think of it uh commercial or trailer this is a much better cut trailer actually felt a little bit better to see obviously i don't like the fact that you only can play with one person but um i always like the guardians of the galaxy uh i always thought they were a pretty cool anti-hero group but uh, we'll see if it's worth the time. I think Square Enix kind of fumbled the bag when they made Avengers, and I don't really want to. I don't think this is Square Enix. This is who is this? This is um, who is this? Is this Ubisoft? No, it's not Ubisoft. Who is making this? I think it's Square Enix. It's Ados. Um, yeah, Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I knew. It. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I feel like they, um, I feel like the, I feel like the gameplay is going to be trash, but if the story is okay, I'm fine with playing a time, a game that's just, you know, one play through, you're done type of deal, if the story is good enough, um, but I don't think it's going to be some wow factor when it comes to gameplay, I think it's going to be pretty, um, boring to be honest and uh yeah we'll see but it, it was a much better cut trailer more so what i mean by that i mean they show more characters it showed more actual banter it showed it gave it gave it it gave the storyline a little bit more meaning what they're going to be doing and it talked about kind of introduced a lot more things that you you know you would expect i guess or if you know more about guardians of the galaxy that you you were seeing like oh okay so um i thought it was a much better cut trailer than the first time the first time it was just like they showed it off and then they just cut into this very glitchy like in gameplay which is fine because i i rather have gameplay than anything but sometimes when you're trying to sell something you probably want to lead with a good trailer with a good you know function and then maybe jump into a boss fight versus what they were showing, they were showing them walking around the banter, and it was kind of like just off-putting a little bit. But this trailer definitely helped get it back on that on that right track where it felt like a actual solid game. Um, any thoughts on that, Guardians, Josh? Um, or this is the part where I turned off the conference and I stopped watching it live because <laughs> it was just going too slow. So oh I didn't. My God. I didn't see Wolverine live. Like I watched that stuff after. 
because yeah, they wasted man. like 40 minutes of me just sitting around GTA 5 garbage, and, bro. Yeah. It was pure, 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 pure garbage, Gene. Then they had Blood Hunt, and I thought Blood Hunt looked cool, but I was so sleepy by that time. I was like, man, forget this. And then, um, then they finally started showing off the actual exclusives, the, those Sony studios. And um, obviously they talked about Uncharted and it's coming to PC and everything. But I was just like, um, that game looked great already. Uh, when you kind of hit your peak, it's like, what can you really do to make a game much better? Um, they did that with a lot of their games early on. I can understand maybe Uncharted being like, 4k 60 frames per second but i don't know i just felt like it looked the same and i looked i watched it you mean like on the 4k remastered? yeah yeah it's like the last of us remastered it was 60 fps but it still looked fundamentally the same as the first one so it wasn't like it was such a huge leap that you just had to play it on a new consoles you know just like Uncharted, it's not going to be a big leap because they really pushed it that stupid console to its limits, man. It, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like there's no need for it because if I play Uncharted for a Thieves in which I still have, um, and I play that on the PS5, it looks good. Doesn't look terrible. Looks like a good game. So, um, doing so. I would rather them. I would rather see them remaster like the Uncharted one, two, and three, so that I have a a a Uncharted four experience for each one. Like they look that good, so um, I'd rather them do that than waste their time on giving me a legacy collection. It's cool to bring it to PC though. Um, PC players they want to play it, so they get the opportunity here to do so. Uh. And then there was the, what is it, Marvels. That's where it finally got good. Finally got good, y'all. I'm talking 40 minutes into this thing. They announced, and it says the teaser, but it's Marvel's Wolverine. Marvel Wolverine, people. Insomniac is taking the helm to actually make a Wolverine game. Uh, And I was kind of just like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> it was so it felt like the the perfect fit for an insomniac game, especially because he's a darker character. They do dark comedy sometimes, and they know how to make a good fighting game. And Wolverine is one of the most, you know, in your face, beat 'em up fighters I have ever seen. And the hero fandom so uh i think it's a great fit i think it's gonna be a great game uh what was your what was your reaction when you saw that clip um josh yeah like you said it makes sense um insomniac make the best superhero games like they've been doing that for a while um and for them to have the marvel ips it just makes sense because like all these other developers like Square Enix, like they, they keep making trash, and it's like, how do you have Marvel and you can't make a good game? <laughs> Whereas Insomniac, they like, 
you know, give us anybody. <laughs> but at least they get in the, the good characters. Um, of course, I, I have my things I'm worried about. Like, um, I know it's going to be like a big game, but I'm hoping that it's just not like an open world game. I'm hoping they can like focus, you know, on story. maybe a smaller experience. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I just picturing like, I don't really want to be climbing buildings with Wolverine, but. <laughs> nah, I don't want to be traveling the world, open world with Wolverine. I want like a, like a gritty story told, and like you going through that section by section. And it's a single player game. I really, I want like a like an uncharted feel where it's like you know you go to set pieces, you do certain things, but you're not the 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 atmosphere, the characters, and the stuff you're doing is really the most the most important focus versus going around and collecting stuff with Wolverine. I'm not trying to go... I don't know what he, what he collect. Dog tags. I'm not trying to go do that with Wolverine. I'd mm-hmm. rather, you know, have a gritty story, a very story-driven um, a game where, you know, you, you your maybe your choices impact what's happening next, but I don't know if that's a good fit for Wolverine and Marvel games. I think, I think just having a set game and what's going to happen next kind of thing like a Batman Arkham Asylum, just telling a really great story is um yeah or even the, like yeah. God of War, um yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah Redemption story is nice um seemed like he was more of a, a older Wolverine in the trailer teaser it seemed like he was a little bit more gritty uh he wasn't taking no crap obviously he was um just finishing up a bar fight getting his little drink on and then they here come another one so it seemed like uh the right fit in the right setting to really it, it got me excited i ain't gonna hold you that was that was probably one of the, the best parts of the show um but it was just announcement no 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 dates no nothing uh it wasn't even no <laughs> gameplay it was straight up just a trailer teaser and um yeah that dunk, that dunk definitely woke me up i was woke after that Everything before that, I was sleeping. I ain't gonna hold you. It was sleep. It was sleepy time. I I yawned a few times while I was streaming, but uh, after that, it was definitely wake up time. Then they showed Gran Turismo. I was too hyped on Wolverine to even care about anything they showed on that. So it was still just like, um, okay, uh, I'd rather play Forza. <laughs> but it was uh, it's Gran Turismo. It was one of the, one of my first. Uh, driving simulator games um it's cool i just i don't know i'm like i i uh, yeah i don't yeah. like hyper realistic and yeah i don't want to be stuck on this circuit like you know the normal forza games it has the circuit too but at least it's more arcadey in some sense uh as compared to gran turismo which they, they, it's always been about hyper accuracy, and yeah, you know. Did you ever play any uh racing games, Jalen? Like any Gran Turismo's, or like what was the first racing game you ever played? Don't say if you say Mario Kart, I swear to God. What, what was your first racing game? Nah, I mean, it might have been Mario Kart. It really, it, it might have been Mario Kart. I don't know. I mean, like. I don't know. The I, when did you ones. start? I, like I guess when did you start playing games like Nintendo sixty four, or was you like? I have a Nintendo sixty four. My grandma did, but uh, 
I don't, I don't know my like first first like racing game, but I mean I played Mario Kart, I played NASCAR, I played Gran Turismo. Um, I'm trying to think. NASCAR and Gran Turismo was on the PlayStation. Mario Kart is on the Nintendo 64. I had like the little wheel thingy too for the game. Uh, shoot, it might have it might have been like Gran Turismo and NASCAR. It was definitely Gran Turismo for me because I remember getting the PlayStation magazine and uh, having the demo and playing it because I didn't have a game game. But I had the demo. Um, and then it, because my first console console was a Nintendo 64, but we didn't play Mario Kart. We played Mario 64. We played like GoldenEye. Um, I remember us playing like Tony Hawk, but we really didn't play like Mario games. We was always playing like the games that weren't Mario. Um, until like the first time I played Mario Kart was with y'all. I think it was like, um, yeah, it was with y'all because I never played on my DS. I never played it with anybody else. I played it with y'all the first time I played Mario Kart. Um, but it was um it was gran turismo first and then um because i remember it being like the, the fat double disc um and then i don't know which 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 year it was though i don't know if it was like gran turismo 3 or i don't remember but you talking uh, about the two disc thing with the, the yeah, fat playstation case? playstation case yeah and it was a playstation hit yeah. one so it was definitely mm-hmm. with the green thing. So, um, greatest hits. Greatest That's hits. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was on there. But I'm trying to remember, um, if I, cause I didn't have a wheel. Cause my aunt used to buy all this stuff. She was really a game, big gamer too. And we would just play her stuff. But, um, yeah. Gran Turismo has like memories. I have memories of playing it. And I remember like, having a good time playing it, but it was really just like how to not crash the car and get around the course. I really didn't play it like that, you know, like no, no strategic, nothing like that. Gran Turismo has always been like the real, that, that real driving simulator or whatever. I just, I never really cared for those games. I always liked the arcade games like Burnout, Burnout Revenge, stuff like that. So Need for Speed, Most Wanted, Need for Speed Carbon, you know, that's when that's when I really took off on the game for the racing games. It was like Need for Speed series, but um, uh, yeah, Gran Turismo just always fell fell a little bit off, honestly, and it just felt like uh, they were playing catch up for way too long. And then I remember this one game coming out, and it had like all the cars, and it was so freaking like graphically better, and we were playing it. <laughs> on the 360 and that that series just went away i think it was called dang man i hate when i don't remember stuff i don't know if it was called driver or real driver or whatever but it was like a game that had a bunch of different cars and in like customization and all that junk uh and it kind of felt like a better game to play but it was very little it wasn't known as well as like gran turismo um at that time, I think Forza, like, was coming out. I don't remember when the first Forza came out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. 
that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this right now is to say that Gran Turismo was very meh, and I didn't care for it. Ray Tracing looked nice, but overall, Gran Turismo is not my favorite racing simulator. No, is even my racing real simulator. I, I prefer to play Grand, uh, Forza Motorsport. Uh, and if it ain't Forza Motorsport, I really don't play at all. Like, honestly, the... Uh, the other ones that come out just aren't substantially, they're not better. So Forza Motorsport is where it's at. And most of the time I'm playing Horizon. If I'm not playing Horizon, I'm trying to give Need for Speed another chance because they have lost me at this point. Um, but yeah, it was Gran Turismo straight. Then Marvel's Spider-Man 2 popped on. And boy, oh boy, he got the fat. He got the the fancy suit. You saw the suit, Josh. You saw the suit with the spider legs. And then you had my my man's mom Morales. He still had the fresh cut. Um, but yeah, I thought Venom is a good fit. I just, you know, man, I just feel like what? I, how do I feel about Spider Man? I feel about spider-man how i feel about batman after arkham uh what was it called <laughs> arkham origins uh, yeah i feel like it's the one right before it's gonna get really good spider-man 2 is the middle road it's like Arkham Origins. Like, yeah, they have some cool mechanics in there. Yeah, you get to play with both of them, but yeah, they ain't doing much new. I just feel like the story might be good, and I'm like, okay with that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm looking for something to be innovative, but I would like it to be. But I think it's going to be more stuff about the story. Yeah, they're going to have a nice little suit. They're going to have a little more stuff you can do, but ain't much going to change about the gameplay, in my opinion. I think it's going to be very similar and you kind of get into that effect of Uncharted where you're just like, oh yeah, I'm playing the game because, you know, I would rather them do uh, like a new character entirely. Like, obviously Spider-Man is way too big to be dropped, but I'm saying like, you know, Wolverine come first before this Spider-Man too. Give us more time to have a diff, a gap, you know? Uh, but I feel like it's gonna be like a lot of reuse assets. It's gonna be a lot. <laughs> I, I, it's it's no way in the world that Insomniac is pumping out top tier games like this and not reusing assets. Man, it's impossible. I don't see it happening. They're gonna have a lot of Miles Morales stuff, and it's gonna be like. <laughs> Y'all could have kept this. And y'all ain't going nowhere new. Y'all going straight to New York. Y'all going to the, you know, it's it's Brooklyn. Like, what more can you do? You can, you, you can put snow in there. But what more can you really do? That's why I say it's going to be like that Man, middle road. Go over to Jersey and call oh it a new God. game. Yeah, they <laughs> might do that. They might take you across the bridge. I don't know. But uh, I just feel like it's not going to be much new about it. Um, which is fine because it's a great game in, in in general. I just wasn't as excited as most for Spider-Man 2. I was like, ah, 
Okay, got a nice suit. Okay, playing with Miles Morales. Uh, but y'all could have did that in Spider-Man Miles Morales. Y'all didn't do it because I don't want y'all to be hiding Peter Parker in, in the Miles Morales combos for a game. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. All I say is I am simmering the expectations. I am lowering the expectations because um, I think they do great work. I think they're going to have a great game. I just don't think it's going to be like uh, going from Insomniacs or going from Sucker Punch's infamous to infamous second son. It's not going to go from an infamous two to an infamous second son. It's not going to be that drastic of a change. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it'll be, uh, you know, that middle ground. I think the next one after this is really where you're going to see them shine. But uh, I'm looking forward to playing them all. Uh, and if they wow me and they do a better job than I expect, um, that's great. I think they're going to focus heavy on the, the villain, though. The villain is going to really be a make or break. Uh, Venom, of course. He's going to be make or break for this game. Um, so, we'll see. What do y'all think? What do you think about Spider-Man? I think, I think Josh, I don't even know if they know your opinion on Spider-Man, but what's your uh, take on this Spider-Man 2? <laughs> um... <laughs> It's it's fine. Like I no, I mean I like Spider Man and I like Insomniac. I just uh, I was talking to Jalen about it where a lot of Sony games like they they get like super popular and like people are like these are the best games in the world and it's like it kind of it affects your opinion when you play it. Um, like I like Spider Man. I've played a bunch of Spider Man games like more than 10 spider-man games because either i would get them or my brothers would get them and so spider-man fighting venom is not like new <laughs> but the I, the game is high quality and i can see that it's just i'm not really in a space where i feel like i need more spider-man right now so i'm just gonna wait and then you know pick up all the games because i have uh the ps4 spider-man I played it for an hour. I swung around New York. And I'm like, yeah, it's New York. And I put it down because I, I don't care about open world games. And like I said, I played Spider-Man. But as long as they keep making really good games, I'm always going to be interested in what Insomniac is doing. And especially when they come with more characters that I haven't seen a lot of, like, oh, we got Wolverine or they got Deadpool or they got more X-Men or stuff like that. And it's like, Oh, yeah, I'll pick those up because maybe it's a different experience than Spider-Man. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, it's think. the same thing with Batman for me. Like, mm -hmm. no matter how good Batman is, like, I'm kind of tired of Batman. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, um, I agree. I agree with you, what you're saying there. I think the same thing with Uncharted. But I kind of treat them as movies now. It's really long movies um, where you kind of get a story and you play that story. I'm like, I have never been driven by the gameplay of Spider-Man to finish it. I've always been driven by the characters and what's going to happen next. 
this the gameplay to me is very 2013 ish it's kind of like uh it's not stimulating anymore <laughs> if that makes sense yeah. it just seems as if you're going through the motions um the last stimulating game that i was like "Ooh, this is nice was ghost of tsushima like because the story was trash and all i cared about was playing a samurai running around and killing everything um with the samurai way i'm like i'm not sneaking up on nobody come on come get it and that's kind of the reason why i really love that game is just simply because of uh it just felt fun to play and it was fun in a different way than most obviously they have a counter tack and like you know adjustment system or whatever you want to call it but I enjoyed that gameplay enough to kind of really, you know, take that into, um, like, strong effect. God of War? No. It was a great story. And God of War had really refined their gameplay. Like, with this over-the-shoulder camera. Was it, was it groundbreaking in a lot of ways? Yes. The camera work, everything was really great. But at the end of the day, you're just hitting the button. And I felt like, yeah, they tried to throw some puzzles in there. Yeah, they tried to do certain things to make it not as um, as repetitive. And honestly, me, the, 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 the actual locations... There's so much of the heavy lifting in God of War. I'm talking about going to these different worlds and exploring them. There's so much work for God of War. I know that if I'm if I'm going to the same places in God of War too, I ain't doing none of the extra stuff. I ain't gonna hold you. I, but it, it, it was so much of how. You know how you can bring, like, you know how a camera change can bring the world and make it feel so much better than what it was before. Like, you had that top-down camera in God of War, and you going through these places, and it's like, I'm just going in here, and I'm fighting these people. But then when you bring that camera in close, you get to see the details, you get to see the world they build, and you get to see this whole different transformation. And that's, like, they put so much work into that. That game was... it far succeeded my expectations but it was still kind of like yeah it um and that's why i always give it a ten because regardless of how i felt about maybe how the gameplay and the variety of the character of, of the enemies was slow and, and lackluster regardless they changed so much to the point where it was a new experience even though i'm playing god of war and i'm dealing with kratos crazy so so uh, I feel like I you gotta top your head out to some people, people like that, and um, yeah, I just it's just the world building is really truly important to me at this point. Um, yeah, and um, it it really stopped becoming about really having really strong gameplay at some point when it came to PlayStation. Because I, I need it and um, anything I play on the Xbox side, I'm like, bro, I'm not playing this unless the gameplay is solid. Like, um, 
uh, right now, what's driving me in Psychonauts is the gameplay plus the story. So it's a cool mix. I really enjoy Psychonauts too. Um, mm-hmm. And but it's you know it's one of those games where it's not like. Um, I feel like they put a lot of production behind it. I feel like they did a lot of money. They put a lot of money into that game. I think it's a really solid, polished game. It's not some clunky crap. It doesn't feel bad to play. It feels like a good story. It feels like they actually took their time. The writers were writing. They weren't just playing around with what they were doing. A lot of voice acting, a lot of stuff. It just happens, and it just seems like it's natural to kind of you know, continue on through the story or whatever. But then there's other stuff where you see it and you could tell that it's kind of copy and paste, cookie cutter. Uh, I feel like Spider-Man 2 will have that type of situation when it comes to the open world. It's an open world game. So you got to have the open world gimmicks. You got to have the, let me go collect everything at the other places. Let me go take the photos at every city and state that we want, or like the landmarks or whatever again. Maybe let me go, let me go break up the monotony or let me go stop some crime. You know, it's like, yeah, I know y'all can make it look spectacular. You can make it jump on a car and put me into a cutscene and then stop the car. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing. So it it doesn't really help how um how streamlined Spider-Man has become when it comes to like the gameplay type of gameplay that you get in it but um hopefully they can fix that hopefully that's something that they are understanding that's a challenge of and they come with something better uh but we will we will have to see i played all of the tomb raider games and really um that was solely because of the tombs so it don't really take much to, to to get people to you know stay focused and play your games, but um, you just have to be you know find that and really really uh, make it shine. So the last thing was God of War, of course, Ragnarok. Really looked great. Really looked fun. Look, looked interesting. Looked like the story has expanded. Looks like this, the characters are coming back. It looks like. Um, you got to get to learn a little more about uh, his son, Loki, and stuff like that. So, um, it looked good. Do I trust the date that's going to come out? No. Um, I don't think they put out, I don't think they put a date. If they did, I don't remember. But, I don't trust the date. I don't really think that that's going to come out on time. Um, and, I'm okay with that. It's fine. I don't need. I have plenty of games to play at this point. I don't really need nothing from PlayStation right now. Um, the only thing I'm looking forward to is Horizon, uh, Forbidden West, uh, you know, Wolverine and stuff like that. But it's not like I need new games from them because I have plenty to play, and that's a. That's, I guess that's a good um, problem to have. But overall, give me a rating. Um, let me go. Let me go, Josh. And then, um, I guess, Jalen, you just give me your perspective of, well, uh, give me what you got. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> All right. What you got for me, Josh? What you think about this whole event? I mean, honestly, it, they had, they came strong at the end, but I feel like it was like literally too late. So I can't give it a 10 or a nine or anything like that. Um, but I can't give it like lower than the five or something because they did have some good games at the end. So for me, it's like a seven. Like it's um, 
you know, they, they came with the good stuff just too late. Like, I literally turn, turn the video off. Like, I don't care. I'll, I'll look at this later. Because y'all wasted half, half the time showing stuff that literally nobody cares about. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That is, that is exactly how I feel. Obviously, Jalen is preoccupied, though, so he, uh, he won't be able to give us perspective on uh, the Sony PlayStation event. See if we can get that man woke and uh, back in the game here <laughs> shortly. <laughs> uh, but the next thing we wanted to talk about was um, basically Destiny 2 and then that game storage, but really... Destiny 2 Trials is, I was the only one that kind of played that. I don't know if you even seen the changes, Josh, but really the biggest things that uh, occurred is that you can now single player, you can go in there single player and actually play the game. And then there's the whole, um, the whole, they feel like it's making it easier. So big change, first off, is that you don't need to win you don't need to win you just need to win rounds so that's a pretty big improvement where you can still get potentially you know items and weapons and gear from just winning rounds you don't necessarily have to um win the match then there is the whole solo queuing where you can actually go in without a whole full team and get matched with people and play the game play that mode at least uh, both of those are really, really, um, really changed to like the dynamic of the game, to be honest. I think a lot of people are playing it more often now, as well as people are feeling like, uh, you know, they have something to do on the weekend. But I don't know. I, f I feel like there's a there's a downside to it, too. Uh, have you seen any of this stuff about the trials and anything, Josh? Uh, I think I read a little bit of the patch notes when it came out, but I didn't really dive into it. But it seems like I, it would be good to get more people in the trials because that was always the issue. It became more and more elite. And with like the meta and everything, people felt like they were, you know, getting cut off. Like if they put good items in trials, then the average player can get it. And if it's like, not good then it it makes the really good people be like well why am i putting all this time in here if it's not really worth nothing um i think they probably did aim for the too easy side of it but i think that's okay as long as they can still give the the top players something to, to aim for where it's just like a title or you know, even bragging rights. But if, if the top players feel like they can play, like, all day long and feel like it's worthwhile, then it doesn't really matter what drops they get. But mm -hmm. just having more average players in the game will make trials, like, a viable game mode where people will actually enjoy it again. Yes, I agree. Um, there's other things that they put into place where if you continue after getting 20 round wins and you continue to play and you don't never release your, you never reset your ticket. You have more higher chance of getting like higher end drops and adapt weapons. So there's, 
things you can do to continue to you know get more rewards throughout rewards and it's and it's, it keeps the it keeps the top tier jokers out of your pool of of your oh this is my first game and i'm and now i'm getting stomped on so there's um an incentives for them to continue to play and not be in the pool where you're uh matchmake with people that's like under 20 rounds one so regardless of what you do they're going to match make you based off rounds and your uh, player ability so if you got only five rounds rounds one and they're stuck at 20 they're not going to try to they're not going to put you with the people that won 20 rounds already they're going to put you with the people that's only won five or only one two or three so whatever the case may be this is what they want to put you in so that you have a more of a a stagnant and not so Oh, we got two people. We we were fighting these people, and then it goes crazy. So, most of the time, right before you get to the to the twenty wins, you're in a pool with people that's probably in that similar status you, and then that's where it kind of gets a little muddy. So that's where you got to start really playing hard. So, I think it's doing a good job. I'm just nervous about the whole people getting discouraged because they don't have a full team. Right now, the solo queue people go in with people with full teams. So I don't want people to get turned off by it, play it a few times, and don't, never play it again because they're solo queuing with full teams that they're fighting against. Um, I have beaten full teams as a solo player, which is fine because they're not that great. Um, but sometimes it is a trouble. It's like a harder you know, task because... They have the communication. They have everything that they need to have. And sometimes you just don't have that communication with your team to kind of win a fight. So you have to make mm-hmm. get picks on your own and try to, you know, implement, you know, different strategies to kind of get the pick. So that that way you can, you know, still stay alive and help your team not get steamrolled once you go down. So there's a lot of situations that I was in that kind of that happened. But um, where it was basically 1v3s and I try to I win the game. So. It was it was times where that happened. There was times where I would lose because I like my team would just go get killed and they would just come steamroll me. So it's it's a mixed bag when it comes to the the what the people that you're playing against. But before I couldn't play at all, so I would rather have the ability to play than not be able to play at all. But regardless of what's going to happen or what they're going to send my way, uh, so. Mm-hmm. I think it's still cool. I think it's still cool. I enjoy trials. You know, I enjoy the, the competitive nature of that type of stuff. And for me to be able to go in there and also get pinnacle rewards for the week and have something else to play outside of just regular crucible, it gives me a bigger avenue to not have to play anything PVE related again. And it also gives me the ability to kind of continue to grow my character and get, you know, higher tier drops so it's a win for me because it gave me another mode to play it's a win for me because it gave me more items to chase it's a win for me because i no longer have to depend on having a team to jump into it um just like iron banner i dominate iron banner i never go in with a full squad and it's easy because i can just jump in and go it's not like I need another team to, to win some Iron Banner matches. Um, would it be better? Yes. But that's how you get better at the game. I feel like you just put yourself up against the odds. And the same thing I'm doing in trials. It's just putting myself up against the odds. And I feel like I've become a better player. I have more 
more um, difficult fights to have, and it makes it makes it it makes me easier for me when I get into those situations because that's what I'm used to. So um, I like it. I enjoy it. And if people really want a challenge, go solo queue and try to get to flawless. That's your challenge. Um, if you feel like you got to have a full team, then you crutching. So I feel like there's a challenge in the solo queue. I think there's a challenge when you just plan it regularly, because once you get past seven wins, you still can keep going. And those fights are hard because they you're fighting the same people that's trying to get to their seventh win or whatever it may be. You're fighting tough people. So. I think they give you a good balance, and I think that's the smart move to do. I think the rounds was a smart thing to kind of break it out from the wins because you always feel like you're progressing. Whether you can just steal two rounds or you can steal one round, even if you get 4-1, you made some progress. So that's good. And then you have a ranking system. So it's just like Lord Shacks where you where you get to a level, you can go to, you know, um, whatever his name is. Uh, dang, Saint Fourteen, and you can get a, a Ingram drop, and that Ingram drop can be something that you want, or it cannot. But then what you can do is you can take that Ingram drop, and you can actually pick. If you had the item drop before, you can pick an item that you want. Like say, for instance, you just want a good roll on a on a on a hand cannon. You can keep getting trial Ingrams, and then decrypt them for just hand cannons and try to get a good roll so it gives you an option to also pick what you want versus just getting a bunch of boots or something whatever the case may be i remember when we used to get boots and we had boots i used to be so irritated i'm like bro i just need an arm and they never would give you that but this is a cool way to kind of bring that you know that ability to choose back into the game too Plus, they're, they're going to add forging next season um, with the Witch Queen. I think they, they're making a great strides to make the game fun to play and not a chore. As long as it's not a chore to play, I can play it. But right now, it still feels like a heavy chore um, until they start to bring in more fun and enjoyability. It still feels like a chore. Obviously, I play that chore in the way I want to play it, but... Until it kind of gets to that point, I think we're going to think it's going to be off on that for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, anything else about Destiny, Josh? Any uh, any hopes and thoughts? Just hoping they can make it feel less like a chore. Because, I mean, we trials was our mode just because we can hop on on the weekend. Yeah. You know, spend most of the day, but it was easy to go in. While we, we only got the three this time, reset. Oh, we got the five reset. We got the seven. Mm-hmm. But we can just keep doing it and keep having fun in that mode. And Destiny 2 has gone through so many things where we got to yeah. do bounties. And, oh, it, you already got the drop this week, so you can't get it again. Yeah. And it's just weird things that makes the fun of just jumping in, playing matches, like, difficult. So Yeah, they just need to get to the point people, where... Mm-hmm. can just hop in and have fun trials would probably be like a fun mode to go back to yeah i think they need to just get to the point where it's okay to have one character in that stupid game it's just it's not there yet 
you know it's kind of like mm-hmm. yeah you can have one character but you ain't maximizing your opportunities and i'm just like jesus christ y'all y'all making it feel like a freaking chore so um that's where it becomes like a chore but i don't want it to get back to the point where you don't have to grind for stuff i just don't want to get to the point where it's a constant like like right now it's a constant chore don't 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 drill it back to point to the point where it's back to destiny to vanilla but you know keep doing what y'all are doing y'all making some right decisions and i'm i'm, I'm gonna keep that uh keep that same energy when it comes time to play it <laughs> i play it because of that uh but last thing was kind of just a quick topic about console storage console storage is outrageous at this point uh it's very expensive it's like half the price of the console itself um i just saw a, a four terabyte was like a thousand dollars for the playstation 5 <laughs> and i'm just like man why would i put a thousand dollars into a 600 mm-hmm. i was like what is it five hundred dollar a five hundred dollar console why would i put a thousand into a five hundred dollar console like that would make no sense so i don't know i think the storage thing is just crazy right now i really don't see it being any better soon i just think they need to figure out a way to i think streaming games is going to become a lot more prevalent i think uh, <laughs> console storage is becoming ridiculous and uh i would love to keep my games native to the system and like run off the system but man if i'm constantly having to upgrade and delete games and install games and it's just a lot man it's a hassle but um, I mean, there's workarounds. I can't say that they're not having workarounds for you. You can buy a SSD, normal SSD, and really just stack it up with a bunch of games and just keep transferring back and forth when you're ready to play a new game or keep the flavor of the week, you know, do that type of deal. But it's just more time consuming. You just don't feel like you're having the best experience. And then sooner or later, somebody's paying a thousand dollars to upgrade their $500 console it makes zero sense. So, um, what you think about console space, Josh? What you what's your like thoughts on um, the whole storage crisis? I was I would call it a crisis. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it really is at a premium because they're gonna be they want to keep their costs down, so they're gonna uh, cheap out on storage. I like, you know, I know Sony did they new. Uh, futuristic SSD, whatever it is, but they still cheaped out on the amount of storage because their solution didn't make games smaller, so it didn't really help. Um, And now we're in a situation where if you want more PS5 quality storage, you spend it $500. And I don't ever think it's worth it because it's, it's not needed. It's just, it's a real, real, like, inconvenience you can have god of war and spider-man installed in your system and you can't install install nothing else so it's just it's just dumb hopefully with time those things always drop but hopefully it's come sooner than later uh for me i knew that like i i got a lot of games i'm being game pass a lot so i went ahead and got my ssd Obviously, the internal storage is still at a premium, but mm-hmm. having that secondary 
thing will help. Um, really, it was just Sony like being slow with, you know, you can't plug in your SSD yet, or you can't transfer <laughs> stuff yet. But now that everything is getting updated, it should be a little easier um, to manage until prices come down. But it, it's just a, it's just crazy, like how how they keep pushing that cost on the consumer. consumer. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's a very expensive cost, and they just keep pushing it on us. Like, it's so the best. It's like, and then these games don't care about none of that, man. They like, they like, bro, you a single player game that's like 30 hours. We need 200 gigs, man. We need about 200. That's yeah. like, come on, man. You don't need that much. And it's kind of like, um, the bigger these server games are, I would think it's a server game. How much do you need to run off the console? Like, what? What's the? Yeah, Call of Duty don't need to be two hundred. No, but they just... man, come on, man, that's crazy. I just, uh, what game was that? I feel like there was a game. Uh, I think it was Mass Effect, but I I just wish more games allow you to install portions of them. Yeah, like um, Mass Effect. If I want, it'll I can just do it from the main menu. Like uninstall Mass Effect two and three. I just want to keep Mass Effect one, right? Uh, and save your space, and it, that could help, especially with like in Call of Duty games where the campaign is a hundred gigabytes and the yeah. multiplayer is another hundred. Just let us split it up because mm-hmm. if games aren't going to get that big, it. it I can't give up 250 gigabytes just to play Call of Duty. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to tell you. That junk is ridiculous. I just think, you know, it's... It's a... This is like a a, a... a real problem. Especially if you're like a real gamer or you play a lot of different games. It's like a real freaking problem, G. It's like... Yeah, especially because discs don't do anything. The discs don't do garbage now. I'm like, why don't y'all... And I guess the Blu-ray ain't fast enough or something. Just no more. It's not fast enough to really run a game off of it. It's just for checks, you know, checks and balances. <laughs> like, oh, you, oh, yeah, yeah. Just make sure the disc in there because, um, you know, they I ain't trying to have them go crazy. But really, it does zilch for the game. Um, yeah, man. I just feel like uh, it's getting it's getting bad out here. It's getting real bad out here, and um. I I am someone that really would love solutions to kind of make it easier for myself. But I really am like, nah, Gene, this is too much money. This is like this is like a, a, a your rent for a month for <laughs> <laughs> and you talking about just the story games. Like, come on, man. I just think um I think the chip shortage along with everything else it's just causing it to go skyrocket but i i think this technology is really advanced to the point where yeah it's going to cost this much so whatever you try to do it's just going to be expensive obviously xbox only allows you to do one terabyte of additional storage so maybe that's not enough for everybody but at least they give you the option to kind of throw in ssds and you know change and, and, and reroute stuff to other things but Theirs haven't changed. It's two hundred and nineteen dollars. It's expensive, but it ain't no, 
it ain't expensive as a uh, PlayStation. PlayStation, you have to buy a certain kind. And right now, that premium is just crazy. Um, hopefully, being proprietary, it's easier to come down in cost. Because I really want to expand my storage without having to, uh, you know, move stuff over and everything. But right now, it's going to be what it is. Any of the um, M2 chip, you got to open up the PS5 to install yeah, it. Yeah, you got it. It's NVMe, uh, M2. Yeah, you got to open that mug up to install it. Um, and you have to buy the right one. Gotta have the right speeds because if you mess up and it's not compatible, you're not gonna be able to use it, and it's it's a lot for uh, just to upgrade some memory. To be honest, uh, I like that they did it in a way where it's like everybody can go buy one, but all these stuffs ain't coded and graded the same way. These stuff fail. This stuff is like you know. It, <laughs> It's 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 like uh, it's getting to that point where um, it's starting to become super expensive. Metal just buy a PC. A PC will give you a lot more functionality and things like that. And this console is just it's becoming a lot more expensive now. The cool thing about that is, like I said, it's it's not proprietary. It will have you the options to shop around. I just think because these are consoles and because of how the these systems work and providing a solution for one specific things can sometimes cause pricing to drop versus everybody trying to consume the same product and the have competitors selling the same thing the chip shortage doesn't help it could possibly just keep it up and high for that particular reason because everybody in the market agrees that these are things are costly and that you need to pay more like a premium for it. So I don't know. I don't know which one is better right now. I like Xboxes because it's just plug and play um, and you're done. But um, at the same time, I like freedom to choose. That's why I got Android. So I don't know. Overall, it costs too much. That is the point of this segment uh but that is pretty much it i ain't really got much else to say today uh i want to thank you guys for listening as always if you enjoy the podcast and you enjoy our topics and and anything like that um don't forget to like and sub uh this is something that's going to be put up on the bcd universe channel and it's going to be wherever you listen to your podcast as well uh don't forget to like or thumbs up in the sections where you listen that helps us move up with the algorithm. And I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys as always, especially if you got to this part. Anything you want to say before we dip out of here, Josh? Uh nah, but I know I'm gonna be talking about it on the next podcast. I just got my Halo email. Ooh, baby. I was finna ask you because I got mine. Boy, I was like, ooh. Yeah, I had to go to my promotions. I said, hold up. They going out. I saw somebody put something up. I said, hold up. I ain't get mine. Then I <laughs> saw that mug. Well, yeah, see that mug. Say September 23rd or 26th. So I'll be on that mug. We'll be on that mug. So. Halo. 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 It's Halo time, baby. So, yeah. Uh, 
Jalen, he on his sleepy souls right now, so that's cool. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna talk about him in uh, the next thing. We're gonna, we gonna still working on him to get that uh, that Xbox Series X. So right now we could talk. We could, we could throw dirt on his name. He gonna get that mug. He said he getting it. He said he said that Xbox is the best console. Period. So. Yeah, obviously it's, we stay tuned, fellas. It's, it's, we gonna, it's gonna happen. Uh, but thanks for listening, as always, and we will talk to you guys in two weeks. Peace. <laughs>